Welcome into the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey. What what's going up? on, Chuck? Nothing much on this lovely, fine day. I've really messed up the Burrow Brothers podcast by not getting the Joe Burrow like jersey. Like, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, baby. Oh, Bengals. Oh, God, man. Yeah, we're in the spirit for the upcoming um, upcoming uh, American football season. Cannot wait. There, were, there was a Hall of Fame game last night. Did you watch? Canton, I watched like the last eight minutes of the game because I forgot it was coming on. It was Browns-Jets, which I don't give a shit about either of those two teams. But I did watch it because I wanted football back. Yeah. Nice, man. I, I have to honestly say I completely have forgotten about the NFL until yesterday when I was driving around to a bunch of places and I decided to put on good old Houston Sports Radio. Oh, and yeah. Nary a mention of the Astros, just all Texans talk. And I'm like, oh, yeah, football's back. But I'm really more pumped for um, college football. A bunch of shit going on there with uh, realignment. Big, Big 12 finally getting rid of all the shitty teams like Oklahoma, Texas, a and a while back. Whoa, now bringing whoa, in whoa. like two out of three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bringing in some real teams to compete with U of H now. So um yeah a bunch of shake up there and uh oregon washington to... going to the big 10 today yeah arizona i think is gonna they're possibly gonna go to the big 12 yep so wildcats baby pac 12 is gonna fall apart i think dude what are they gonna do i mean usc is still like hanging out there they just gonna become independent that's so crazy i i dislike I usc because of the years that they were dominant and then like the Reggie Bush, Pete Carroll shit. And now I just kind of like that they're being left out in the wind. I think it's great. I, I have to say watching the U, the UT USC like championship game was probably one of the best games of all time. For sure. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, and none of them turned out very good in the NFL, but like, I mean, they all were in that, you know, Matt Leinart and uh, Reggie Bush and Vince Young, but as college players, those three guys were like fucking awesome. Oh, <laughs> and that was dude. such a fun game. Yeah. All um, three like Heisman contenders for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pumped about that. And of course, real football starting August 11th. And uh, I think I forget who the first game is on Friday or Saturday. I think it's Friday the 11th. There's a game. Um, so, maybe next, uh, next podcast that we're, uh, my Crystal Palace uh, jersey. So I'd say that's a fair bet. If you do that, I'll wear my Liverpool jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I like so, that. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk football. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make our predictions for the upcoming season. There we go. Uh, we can do a real quick prediction before we get into TV start. Uh, who's going to win the? Who's going to be the AFC champ, NFC champ, and who's going to win the Super Bowl? Jeez. Who do you think? I am going um I remember what teams are I know uh, same here. I'm literally having to look up the, the table. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I will go with um I'm gonna go you know what I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna go Buffalo Bills versus 
And the East is what's tricky for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Bills, Eagles, Super Bowl with, with Buffalo, Buffalo winning. Dang. I could also go Bengals in the AFC. I know. I want. I want to say Bengals, but with, or with Kansas Burrow City just had his his calf tweaked. But yeah, it's it's between those three, right? Buffalo, Kansas City, and and Cincinnati for me. But I think That's it's gonna. Right, and, yeah. Apart from me actually wearing a Buffalo like Bills jersey because I'm not necessarily I'm not a Bills fan at all. This was supposed to be a, a Vaughn Miller who went to A and M jersey. It's a Josh <laughs> Allen jersey. Um. Uh, I think the Bills are going to make it to the Super Bowl against. God, the NFC sucks. I know. I'm looking at teams. I'm like, anybody can win that league. I mean, was yeah, who pretty was in much the Super Bowl last year. 49ers. Yes, or the was it the Rams? I don't remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a crazy like thing that I don't even like. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I think it's going to be Bills Cowboys. I mean, that could happen. It could. I don't. And then, the, and then yeah. So then, college football prediction: Is Georgia oh. going to three peat? Who do you no. think is going to? Is it still four teams in the playoff, or did they expand it this year? Uh, no, this year is still four teams. Next year is the expanded playoffs. All right. Here's my four playoff teams. All right. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Michigan. <laughs> exactly. I'm looking at everything. And I'm Last like, year. I'm like, <laughs> Minus Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> there I said I, I was um, TCU. Yeah. TCU was last year. I'm going to say. Oh, God. I think Georgia's going to win it again. But Michigan. LSU, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. I'm just th- that's a I, fucking hail mary. That's just I think it's going to be two Big Ten teams this year that make it to the playoffs. What I mean that's what happened last year. I think that until that conference is realigned, like we talked about earlier, if some back twelve teams come in. Michigan and Ohio State are both going to be undefeated until they get to play each other. And yep. then one will lose and then be, what, 11-1, and one, and then another 12-0, and 0, and that other one will win the Big Ten Championship. So then you'll have an undefeated and a one loss, and then yep. you're going to have Georgia and Alabama, one of those undefeated and one one loss. And so I think you're going to get, unless Oklahoma runs the table, or which Texas who, the last year? I don't. They, who are Texas they playing in the Big Twelve? Tort, like turtle their ball. So yeah, it's a yeah. The Big Twelve is. A, I don't get me wrong. I like some of the Big Twelve teams, but the Big Twelve is a joke. But you know, I could also see like I, I said LSU, but I think Alabama. The SEC championship is going to be Alabama, Tennessee, and Tennessee beat Georgia in a in a in an even match, and it's going to be Tennessee has the advantage, but Alabama's going to win. Last year was Tennessee's best chance to beat Georgia, and they shot themselves. So it's true because this year they play at Georgia. I think no, they play yeah, they, they they play at Tennessee. Oh, uh, okay. That's already predicted to be the game of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna laugh when it's not. <laughs> I I love how the um the 
he is ranked 25th. They finished eight and five last year. I, you know, I guess because Arch may, I'm surprised they're not ranked higher. Um, oh, the pre- the preseason poll I've seen is they're, they're putting them in the top 15, dude. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, really? Oh, maybe I'm looking at the final rankings from last year, but oh, yeah, just, must be. Just broke Utah, Arizona State, apply for Big 12 membership. See, that, see, that will be, you add them and then you have BYU, Utah, who've never, who haven't been in the same conference. That's a hell of a rivalry. So, um, that'll... I, I love Utah. The Utes, yeah. dude, when they have like their blackout games or they're wearing their red jerseys, their first game of the season at home is against the Florida Gators at night. It's going to be yeah. bonkers. Yeah, and Utah, like, they won the big, their Pac-12 one like a couple years ago. And yep. they're, I think once Oklahoma and Texas, that's a good move for Utah because I think they'll instantly become the best team in the big Oh yeah, Big Twelve, easily. Yeah. But you end up you're gonna end up with like sixteen big, like sixteen conference, sixteen team conferences here pretty yeah. soon, yeah. and then you're gonna have like you're gonna have like an like a Big Ten that's like what I mean they already have East and West, but you're gonna even like even Big Twelve you may have West Coast. I mean you're gonna have a lot of West Coast East Coast, but you know for football it's okay and it make a lot of money. But when that was you know, hearing something the other day of like, let's say Oregon and Washington join the Big Ten, you're going to, the schools are going to send lacrosse, you know, by plane. Yeah. You know, all across country. And, but that's a huge factor in that. that travel, but, you know, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, the smaller schools already have to do that. Like with Dylan at his school with track when they had their conference championship for Sunbelt in, um, in Myrtle beach, like his school and another school, like chartered a plane together. Yeah. yeah. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. They can't afford just to send and they don't take all their athletes because, you know, can't like, afford it. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But it, it's, anyway, it's going to uh, be a, a huge change for college football. I I think eventually it's going to go the way of the NFL at some point. Just two two leagues and four divisions up under it, and it's going to be the top thirty six teams. It's going to be insane, dude. Yeah, that was Chuck and Mike's uh, Burr college football corner corner college football <laughs> yeah. uh, next week Premier League predictions. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Harry Kane to Bayern. Yeah, yeah. The first, uh, the first match is uh, Man City versus Burnley um, on the eleventh. So we got to record on the tenth when I get back from vacation. I like it. So we can give our give our update. So that's gonna be a bangers weekend. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna go fish on Saturday, but probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna um, call it right now. What's the uh, What's the blonde guy that Man City has? Jimmy Tart, yeah, yeah, he wishes. Jack now, Grealish, uh, oh, uh, Erling Holland. Yeah, yeah, uh, Holland, uh, hat trick opening day. I mean, I won eleven dollars on him winning the uh, scoring title last year. Yeah, you did. So. I'm telling I you, wish dude, I would have gonna... put more than a five dollar bet on that. Right, so. he's gonna win it again. You may as well throw it out. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. 
Yep. But oh, Chelsea Liverpool are yeah I'll on the thirteenth. Uh, yeah, I I got a Chelsea shirt. Uh, I didn't want to pay one hundred and forty dollars for a jersey at the uh, Chelsea game in Atlanta. Yeah. So I bought a Chelsea long sleeve Nike dry fit shirt. So nice. Um, I'll make sure I wear that on Sunday while you're wearing your Liverpool jersey. Maybe we uh we should go to um to somewhere and have brunch and watch it. Dude, that'll be fantastic. We should do that um, because the last five matches of Liverpool-Chelsea have all ended in draws. 0-0, last four, and then 2-2, two to two, the fifth. That's going to be a crazy matchup. Yeah. Yeah, the problem with Chelsea is they're not going to score any goals. I watched them in Atlanta, and it's going to be <laughs> – they, they had problems scoring goals last year too, so yep. but that's okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. TV. So, yeah. So what have you been watching recently before we get to gemstones? Yeah. Um, so two shows I've been watching. All right. Finished one. I watched how to become a cult member or a cult leader on Netflix after you told me about it, but you never watched it. Right. I have yet to watch it. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of dumb and corny, but I learned about some cult leaders I never had, but they kind of use different cult leaders over the years to tell you how to become one and it's like be charismatic uh you know put on a big show it's very kind of stupid but um it gives interesting subtext and uh, background on some of the famous cult leaders throughout the years all the similar qualities yeah yeah i mean it's it's really i mean you see why people you know follow them or the still the only one I don't understand is Charles Manson, like how he got like mostly women to like follow him and and kill people for him. But he didn't do a whole no. bunch of they because he was caught like almost right away. I think when he <laughs> murdered Sharon Tate and all that. So, um, but yeah, his whatever uh, with the family or whatever that followed him around, but. Yeah, um, but it was all right. I recommend giving it a good watch. You don't have to pay super attention. Um, and then I started watching a show that's by the Duplass brothers, Mark and Jay uh, Duplass, yeah. who um, I've always liked their work, but it's it's not like it's just kind of it's called Somebody Somewhere, and it's about kind of um, family dynamics of uh, this family and in Kansas and uh, one of the daughters moves back home after another daughter uh, passes away, uh, her sister passes away. And, um, you know, it's like dealing with alcoholism and farming and, and like gay trans community as her friends that, and she's not gay, but like, her one of her friends are and it's just interesting because it's like in manhattan kansas you know and Mm. it's it's kind of like just like an everyday struggle of people you know the stuff that happens you see like oh yeah this can happen this can happen it's not like over the top yeah it's just very 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 it's like a tamed version of like Shit's creek like nothing i mean these are normal people versus like rich people who get um you know, become poor and have to live in a motel. It's just um, normal people trying to live their lives in Kansas and 
having you know lived in the Midwest for four years in South Dakota and Iowa is very familiar to me just the aesthetics of the show and the people and how they live their lives and the drinking and alcoholism and uh how they deal with stuff so and the religion and it was a it's really good like it's hard to explain because it's not like flashy it's just it's like a 30 minute episode and it's just it's just it's just good so nice i i recommend it um but i think there's two seasons i'm almost done with the second season and that was hbo right yeah hbo has some like low-key good stuff yeah it's one of those and that's where like um the duplos brothers had a couple other things that lasted like one or two seasons on hbo um that were kind of like not very popular in like the viewer numbers but were really good shows so yeah i think that's kind of their their mo they they can tell a story, but it's not, it, it kind of just resonates with certain people and not like a mainstream yeah. audience. So, yeah. But I love it. And you've been watching a couple things. Oh, God. See, watched Oppenheimer. We talked about that last yeah. week. Uh, oh, my God. What have I been watching? Started House of Cards over again. I thought there was another thing that um, not below deck sailing yacht. <laughs> Farmer needs a wife. Farmer wants a wife. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no, Love about... Island. Oh God, no. Um, no offense to those who like Love Island. Um, it was Fuckboy Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a Love Island too, like on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it looks even fucking stupider. Yeah, sorry. It's all right. It's not, every, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, no, I restarted watching House of Cards. Um, there's really kind of a lull right now with what's on TV, but Ahsoka's about to come out, which I'm like crazy pumped about. Um, yeah. The first two episodes are like an hour 45 long total together. Uh, but uh, about to start Class of 09, and then the uh, Johnny oh, yeah, Manziel documentary is coming couple, out. That's, that's what the, yeah, yeah. you were going to watch that. Yeah, I've been trying to watch a lot more like sports documentaries and stuff like that. And Untold is on Netflix, and then uh, SEC Story has some crazy like historical SEC stuff, um, which we'll probably get away from because the conferences are going away. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the Johnny Manziel, and then they're doing a Florida Gators uh, like 2000, like Urban Meyer year, so like 2006 to 2009, and that kind of shit. So uh, mm-hmm. it'll be pretty good. That's coming out this month. Yeah, nice. Other than that, it's been gemstones all all day. Yeah, that's the only thing that I've been really I've been rewatching all the stuff too because that's besides somebody somewhere. Yeah, everything else has been mostly rewatches and um playing Simpsons tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Dylan lose your shit on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he came over. I was at my parents yesterday to, um, doing some stuff over there, and he came over after work, and we were sitting at the table playing Tapped Out for like 45 minutes. That's so, awesome. Just chit-chatting. Nice. So what you want to talk, let's talk gemstones, right? So 
now the the show we've been watching is ending. Yep. The season finale. They, I guess we didn't pay attention. I don't think it was a surprise drop, but they did. They released the penultimate and the finale on the same night. Yeah, um, a little surprised. Yep. Yeah, I think we were surprised, but I think that was known they were going to do that. Yep. But we weren't paying attention. Yeah. Um, so, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, dude, what it, are your thoughts on the season as a whole and the the finale or the last two episodes? I would say of the three, it's the last... You know, it's, I, I put it at third in the in the ranking of the three, but I like the way they ended the show. It's just, I think they're losing some. They lost a writer or something like that. But I, I thought I thought it was still funny the way they did Dusty Daniels and, like, of course you know me, I, I'm a big Baby Billy fan. Like if I, if I could go as Baby Billy for Halloween, I fucking would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, can you guys do that to your Halloween party? You go Baby Billy and. Uh, Jackie goes as uh, it's his wife, yeah. Oh my no, god, I can't remember. We're we gonna fix them teeth now, yeah. Now she's a nine, but once she gets her teeth fixed, she'll be a 10. <laughs> god, that's so good. Uh, yeah, dude, I thought it was funny the way like the the Simpkins like lose, they're like kicking their ass, and then all of a sudden it's like this act of God and they lose. Um, and then Dusty Daniels, of course, is like over it i did like though how the the season ended with gideon talking to john goodman about wanting to become a pastor and it was like this like really nice moment in the show that's full of like mm. full of like bullshit <laughs> so funny i think it was kind of the only tender moment in the first three seasons the way it so. ended so i mean it almost ended like it could be it could have been a serious finale but yeah. it did it did get picked up for the fourth season. So unless something changes, it's been renewed. But it's kind of like Dan McBride did that with Eastbound and Down. The third season could have been the finale, but then they came back into the fourth. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if next season is going to be the last. And that's kind of been the trend with HBO shows recently with Succession and Barry were both uh, four seasons. So and Dan McBride shows usually are two to four seasons. So I don't yep. see it going further uh, than that, unless it's a kind of a big ratings cash cow for, for HBO. But um, it's growing at the moment, which is stuff I've read about. Like a lot of people are starting to tune in. But I think that's the thing with like the Danny McBride, like and Jody Hill stuff is they have this idea and they want to, they see where they want to go with it. And then they're done after like three or four seasons. And, I wonder if they intentionally intended to stop after this third season, the way it just like rounded off real nice. And you got to see like everybody using the monster truck and then Gideon wants to be like a pastor yeah. now. And then HBO was like, no, 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 no. Let's throw a ton of money at Danny McBride and bring it back. And so I think that's what happened to be honest with you. I think so. And I think they probably, yeah, wanted to end it. I think it's almost like it's Ted Lasso going to come back for season four you know, even though it's supposed to end up through season three and right. it's hard to turn down the money. And that's what I think with Eastbound and Down, I didn't watch it until after the first three seasons were over. And then I watched them. And then I think it was a couple of years before season four came back. There was a little bit of yeah. a break. And I think that was, it was so popular that it decided, okay, we'll do one more season because there was bandwidth to do it. But the environment is a little different here nowadays. And now you got the actors strike and, yeah. um, 
the writer strike. The, and, the, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how and when that pans out. But yeah, I think I think the third season is probably the weakest season, but I think it's it went to more wild over the top. Yeah stories and sexualization than the previous season like the the whole what this may have been one of the favorite this season had like a couple two of one two of my favorite well just from the finale most of these were in the finale but like the cold open of the finale where baby billy's telling the story of him and dusty daniels and maybe Gene Hackman or maybe not Gene Hackman and Monica on New Year's Eve during Y2K. Like, getting coked in, out. In a full-on orgy. Like, yeah. That yeah. they showed for like a minute on the screen. And you're like... <laughs> they're um, like doing lines and they're like, Gene, Gene, Gene. Gene well, he yeah. might have been Gene Hackman, but he looked a lot yeah. like him. <laughs> <laughs> that holds, that's like a master class in storytelling. Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, that makes, I mean, this season we've talked about some of the lulls that we thought, I mean, there's always, in each episode, there's always some kind of, like, quotable line or, you know, really memorable scene. Um, But I think the finale had a couple of them, including that one. And then the scene where they're, they go to the place where they have church lunches, but on a regular day where, like, it's just, they're, in a small table with a, a bunch of other people around them. It's a four-top table and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, oh, it sure looks different than church lunches or whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. they they like realize, you know, their love and all their powers together and they're holding hands and they're smiling and going on the table and Julie, Julie's like, uh, did y'all, uh, uh, I, I just squirted a little. Did you guys too? And they're like, what? <laughs> you know, like, it, I knew, like Blanca's like cracking up when she's cracking up with that kind of stuff. Like you know, it it hits right. so good. So yeah, just it, they made Judy like so much wilder this season. They dialed her up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Her having a non-sexual affair hilarious, <laughs> and then yeah. like after BJ gets the shit kicked out of him, mm-hmm. she like runs into that pharmacy and she's like demanding. Like somebody help her and just like grabs shit out of the pharmacist's hands and just walks out. It's like, what the what was that? Like Yeah, she's when she's like we had a non-sexual affair, we like we just uh over the pants a couple times and kissed her. <laughs> like yeah, that's like another one we'll dry like, up and into like, like, yeah, it's like a junior high, like it's just hilarious, right? Yeah. Uh and, yeah, the, like the the last two episodes, like the kids are all mad at Eli because he wouldn't pay Peter like the the ransom, and they all like fucking ignore him. They're like, nah, nah. And baby Billy's looking. their like spokesperson. Um, <laughs> it, but I think it, it's kind of like um, it, it's very similar to Succession. Oh yeah, the last couple seasons with you know John Goodman and um, what's his name, the Logans. Um, the way they, Brian Cox, you know, Brian how Cox, they yeah. portray two fathers who've given their sons everything and they don't appreciate it. And, but they think they've been, they think they're owed everything without earning it. Right. And yep. so 
just to see like how miserable it makes them to know their kids are pieces of shit or not serious people. Yeah. Um, like, and I think that's where at the end where Gideon talks about maybe wanting to preach and you see it like, because they can't, you know, he left and he went away and he tried something different and he tried to branch out on his own. And none of the other, the other kids were, the kids were just kind of, you know, living off a of handout. So. Yeah, they born yeah, on the same compound and they'll die on this. Well, yeah. <laughs> they live on the same place that their grandfather lived. I think that was quoted in the last two episodes. But yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gideon kind of went off and did his own thing. I wish we had seen his accident, like, because he had, like, the neck brace. And I was hoping it was going to be a joke, but they never really went with it. Um, yeah. They just made fun There's of it. There's got to be a deleted scene somewhere. Um, it's got to be. Yeah. But they're. Um, just the the interesting part this season and in the finale was the you know the whole thing with the finale uh steve zahn's character you know he find chuck and um what's the other guy carl carl or yeah carl um you know they're they can't go through with like trying to blow up the church and right. um, the crew, the, the militia separates from them. Cause they want to, they want to go to statues and protect statues from being torn down or whatever. Statue protesting. That's what you want to yeah. spend your money on. No, yeah. we're protesting the protesters of the statue. Yeah. I don't see a difference. <laughs> so yeah, oh, so good. they, they break away and, Steve's on still gonna he's gonna carry out bombing at the church and he shows up and during baby we we gotta table this baby uh oh, yeah. Billy's Bible bonkers for a minute, but as he's they're trying to stop him from blowing up the church, like a fucking biblical plague happens. Yeah. It's like and it's very, it was a very interesting, it was kind of out of the playbook of what they usually do. Yeah. Because, you know, in the last, in the first two seasons, the protagonist, not the, the antagonist, the, they don't learn their lesson. Right. And they end up dying. Yeah. And in this season, I guess maybe a family or whatever, but it took a biblical plague of fucking locusts <laughs> and we got a random death. Like apparently the stage thing fell on a guy's head and crushed it. It's like, that was, that was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't stop laughing at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what will be interesting going into next season. Like, do they just completely move on from that? Or is it like, yeah. Now the church is under investigation. Like religious leaders are coming in to oh. um, analyze what happened with the plague. A and is bomb it... went off like right next to the church. And they're just like, it's all good. Like, yeah. He's cashing in his and political then... points. Like, Steve Zahn was like a wanted felon. And he's like hanging out at the end of the show with the family on the compound. Is he just never going to leave the compound again? I don't. Is he is he is he on the lamb? I don't know. Well, and it's almost like 
that's why I thought like would be a perfect this would have been a perfect ending because you could almost have what's the last scene or the scene where they're watching the Redeemer stuff. Yeah. And Amy Lee is watching from fence line. Great moment. Like yeah. could it all have been like a heaven or hell thing if this was a finale? Because did they all get blown up, you know, right. the truck I mean that's but yeah, we're gonna have a season four. That's a so great point. It, yeah, I thought that at the end because I didn't know until a couple of days later that it was renewed. So I'm thinking at the end, like I start over analyzing, like was that real? Like did they all get blown <laughs> up at the end? Like Amy Lee's at the fence post, was she gonna go join them? Because Steve Zong got blown up, but you know, I mean, he has a like artificial like half leg and stuff yeah. like that, which like how far away from the truck was he when it blew up? That like only his leg was blown off in that super big explosion or did he run away and like tripped over a rock and broke his leg and had him amputated like what is- i think if they break if they bring if they pick up where the the show left off i think it'll be hilarious but it's like he like tries to like bail out of the truck by like rolling and he like like falls wrong and his like fucking leg gets run over by the truck and then like it explodes like some and he like loses <laughs> his leg that way maybe but yeah, I thought it was interesting that they didn't kill him off. They killed. I, I didn't mind Dusty Daniels dying because I wished like Shea Wiggman had a bigger part in the show. Yeah, even though he was hilarious with the whole baby Billy shit. Um, yeah. But I thought it was funny that they buried him in his race car and he's just he's just fucking yeah. cadavered. Like I thought that was amazing. Um, but I I I wholly he expected Steve's on to die. Zon- it was going to be his funeral, and then yeah. you see, like, they're talking about Dusty Daniels. <laughs> the yeah. race car gets lowered in the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. What did you think of the the show? Like the fucking opening song and the dance, the dance crew, and like they're following Jesse into the hurricane. <laughs> they're just dancing all around him. Like... <laughs> he puts on the goggles and it's like whipping his ass. Um, Tiffany. Oh, yeah, that's right. Baby Billy's wife's name is Tiffany. She's playing the piano, like pregnant, like for the opening song. Yeah. She's like playing yeah. away. Um, and then I, dude, it's a straight ripoff of Family Feud, right? Which is amazing. But yeah. I was hoping it'd be more of like Family Feud music. Like, I don't know, just yeah. like more like game show. Like I get it. Like it's it's a religious game show host thing, but yeah, yeah. it was so funny just the way like they like slid the thing open and all the all the gemstones are like, yeah, <laughs> like all four of them, like so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, they're getting their ass whipped, and that's when like the locust thing happens. But I thought it was hilarious that like suddenly people are like getting hurt and like the church isn't getting sued. Like at the end of this thing, like that dude's head got crushed by Baby Billy's like like head sign which i couldn't stop yeah. laughing at and then that like chick got hit in the head by a stage light like there's all these things happening and like at the end of the show i guess they're just rich enough they're just like eh, throw money at it yeah i mean you could have like some kind of waiver the act of god you know <laughs> right? but um yeah, yeah. It it was a really good finale i thought yeah uh for the end of the season especially like it's Season started off really strong and then kind of lulled a little bit in the middle and then yeah. uh, it finished. Um, it finished really strong, I thought. So, yeah, it was nice to see the cousins back and the 
part at the end with uh, the Redeemer and everybody. Got I watched. It. Yeah. I watched the Redeemer show, uh, the making of the Redeemer. Oh, I forgot to watch that. Yeah, Metal so cool. See how they made it, and they basically gave them a month, but then they moved. Uh, um, Dan McBride moved it up a week, so they had to complete that in like three weeks. Oh, and, but so so Dan McBride is like, when we're doing season three, you know, and he talks exactly like he does in every one of his fucking shows. He's yeah. like. You know, I love monster trucks and wrestling growing up. So I wanted a big monster truck in this season. And I knew these were the guys to go to. And it was <laughs> these guys in Maryland. So they talked like, you know, they talked like, um, if you ever like heard people from, I cannot do a Maryland accent, but it's no, like, no, I can't either. It's a bad, it's a bad Pennsylvania accent. Yeah. Um, watch it and listen to the, the, the guys in there. It, it's wild, man. Their accent is crazy. And, um, but that was fun because, um, to watch them build that. So, um, yeah, it was, I really, I mean, anything with Daniel McBride, uh, I haven't found a bad show yet. So yep. I look forward to more of his work. Dude, anything he's in. We, we talked about Tropic Thunder earlier. He's even in, um, the Ben Stiller movie where he's like with his wife on their honeymoon, uh, Anyway, and he plays like this other girl's like like brother in law. Long came Polly. No, no, it's something else. Um, ben Stiller. Dude, he's he's an up in the air. He's um freaking George Clooney's sis like sister's hu- husband that he's marrying. So Oh yeah, that's he right. Play, he plays like a normal guy. In, oh, it was uh, the heartbreak kid. Heartbreak Kid, okay. Which is not in itself a great movie, but Danny McBride is hilarious in it because it's like they're like smoking a joint and he like comes out and he's like, somebody out here smoking the devil's lettuce. And I use that every time. Like, that's so funny. But yeah, he's he's so good. I mean, this season ended on a really great high note with, you know, this locust thing happening and John Goodman connecting with his grandchildren in a way he can't connect with his own children. Uh, And like Amy Lee looking on like in like, Glad to see like the families all come together, even the Montgomerys. Um, I don't know. I, I just every like all these small moments in the show where like they're trying to ignore somebody, even when uh Dan and Jesse has to uh prepare for his like Sunday sermon, he's like, I gotta go prepare. And he's like riding golf carts, like in the th- you forget they have a theme park on their compound, like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And then, like, uh, yeah. th- who was it? The cousin comes over and he's like ignoring him, like going all the way down. Like the, uh, the, the, the line. Fucking into the line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit gets me. That was good. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I, I, well, good. What was your most disappointing thing about the season? Or character, or... More Shea Wiggum. I mean, that's that's my thing. I, they, I mean, he's such a good side guy. Like, he had, mm-hmm. like three moments right the beginning like the very first episode when they were like racing then um his death and then like the coke scene with he and baby billy at the orgy like that was all hilarious i wanted more of it um i just that's a pretty big actor to just be like giving him a side show to some degree but uh that yeah and what was the other one it was interesting when you're thinking about that like how you know you had um Steve's on, you had Shea Wiggum and you had um 
Simpkins. Um, what's the actor's name that played um, the Simpkins guy? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Dorfman, Stephen Dorfman, or Stephen Dorf. I don't remember. Stephen Dorf. So you like out of all three of those, I would you would think maybe Steve Zahn would get the least amount, but he was uh, the main focus. Kind of uh, last season, Eric Andre was the main guy. You know. Uh, the listens and stuff like that yeah. right so but we have, i think we have more guest stars and you know after the first episode you're thinking you're going to see simpkins and dusty daniels more throughout the show and it ends up being the montgomery's um being the lead which i think they could have I, I liked it but it would be interesting to see if they had more more issues with the Simpkins and fighting over Dusty Daniels and, you know, more like the race car scene they had at the beginning or, yeah. you know, they go to a NASCAR race with him and they're, you know, in the stands or something. I don't know. They could have been, there's some, I'm sure they have some ideas that are on the cutting room floor. That would have been hilarious, but. Yeah. D Danny McBride getting in the race car and taking off and just crashing in the first five seconds was, that was gold, man. Like, yeah. Uh, I wanted more cloak and pistol society. Like, yeah. dude, the the black, the white slap and the black slap, like, <laughs> and the black slap is you're naked. Like, dude, that shit is hilarious. Like, I want yeah. more of that. How is Jesse not accidentally shot off his pistol? Like, it's flintlock pistol because nobody told him you shouldn't load it. Like, I want that shit. That would be hilarious. I know he's not an idiot, but he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Um, and him getting hit with the trink gun when the cousins kidnap him and he's like making it through. He's like still talking like that. That was another funny part because then he's like, blah, 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 blah. and then just the gun starts shooting like and they're all just standing there like no one shot him back or no one, you know. Um, but... Yeah, his tolerance is so high. He's managed to keep going like even though the trink is hit. I, I love that, dude. That was so good. Um, yeah, I I would. I, I have some rewrites that I would have done. Like I would have made like <laughs> the the brothers of of tomorrow's fire or whatever the fuck they're called. Steve Zahn's group. You should have somehow shuffled them over under Stephen Dorf's church. Like the listens had like the motorcycle gang. Like yeah. you should have made the militia somehow under Steve Zahn's uh, uh, Stephen Dorf and uh, Dorf's church. And yeah. like like he's like, and then you have to like win the family back or some shit. I don't know, but. Um, it was definitely the weakest of the three, but it had its moments. I mean, my God, how many times have we gone into the office singing "There Will Come a Payday"? <laughs> like one of the best songs ever in a TV show. Amazing. Just, what was that? The first episode, like where he's just singing the second, second episode, um, cold open of the second episode. Yeah, yeah, and and you quickly realize that it's like <laughs> all in his head, and he's just singing on a little make makeshift stage why people are jumping in the pool right <laughs> due to this sign when it like pans to the pool and it's got him like like baby billy performs live it's like 24 times every 30 minutes so he's singing like 12 hours a day dude like it's so <laughs> great yeah it's just crazy like oh my God. i didn't realize that till you said like how many times he sings uh the other day so that's like... so good but yeah, you know, you know, man, big baby Billy fan. I want, I want more of that. I want to see baby Billy somehow sneak into the cloak and pistol society and get like the red slap, which is yeah, something else. I don't know. It could be hilarious. Like you could dive more into that. It'd be so funny, but uh, interested to see what they do with the four season. My money, as I have already told you and, and Marcus from work, 
Uh, it'll be the last season, probably. That's what my money's been on. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, how would you rank the first three seasons? Like, one, two, three, or two, one, three, or how would you do it? I would say... I would say probably two, one, three, but I... One was, like, refreshing, so I could flip back and forth, but... I, it's to me, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of different. It, uh, it wasn't um, that off. I yep. think all three of them are pretty solid, and I think kind of that's my. I don't rate Eastbound and Down's fourth season, but the first three seasons, like one was groundbreaking, but Mexico, the second one was my favorite. But yeah. you know, there I'm probably two, three, one. But at the time, like one was like mind blowing. But, you know, I think it's more, especially in these comedies, right? It's it's different than some of the drama stuff where it's like, wow, you know, you can kind of track the progression or this. And this yeah. is like, especially Gemstones, it's like almost, I mean, it's same family, but it's in same, you know, it's not an anthology, but it's, it's separate story. You know, there's not many, there's not a continuing saga. No. They're 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 yeah, all idiots. So. Like they're always going to be idiots, and it's just stories of them, f- like getting into something and then fucking it up somehow. I think yeah, it's hard for me to rate season one and two. You know which ones ahead because they're both pretty close. Season two with the listens, but season one with like the blackmail where Gideon is like a part mm-hmm. of the blackmail crew, and like they fucking run over the guy like a couple of times. Jesse does like so funny, but yes, yeah, so the things we didn't mention this season like Kelvin and Keith so funny, and now they're like some kind of couple they don't go into too much detail but like nobody can ever remember like keith's name it's chief or heath or Keith or um and then uh like uh bj and judy are like back together and they're doing like the system and she's like doing the commercial for it and she's like i thought my sister-in-law was a dumbass bitch but anyways (laughs) (laughs) we like the system like it was so funny yeah Um, and we didn't even touch keith and um kelvin and You know, they like basically came out. I mean, not publicly, but Kelvin to themselves in the finale. Yeah. So um, that was a revelation. I mean, we knew that was coming for yeah three, three seasons. Yeah, you just didn't know if they were to ever commit to it. But um, yeah. I'm gonna laugh when so that when, was... when Kelvin gets blamed for uh, Uncle Peter like driving the bomb on because it was he 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 stole a Smutbusters van like. That was hilarious. Yeah. Like you thought the Smutbusters was just going to be this thing that just gets thrown away, but it, he ends up stealing the van and turning the bomb into it. Like it's so funny. Yeah, Keith is driving the van and he steals <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's crazy. So ridiculous. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Gemstones? No, I'm just uh, can't wait to see what they do next. Yep. Can't see what wait to see what happens next season. So, um. Hopefully everybody will come back and they'll have new fun guest stars. So it'll be interesting though now pretty much because the Montgomery's seem to be living at the compound on the compound. So are they involved in the next season or, you know, the opening they're like, yeah, they went, they went down to Zion's landing and they're living there and we're never going to hear from them again. You know, so, um, 
or they're moved back and they started that church and so we don't you know yeah, maybe or they're they going to re- redo their Church of the Wilderness or whatever, the Snakehead yeah, Church, yeah. which is so funny. Um, yeah, who knows how they're going to take it, but it, it'll be funny, I'm sure. Um, it'll We'll have some laughs. Um, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, man, I got nothing else. Only Murders in the Building okay. Season 3 comes out on the 8th, so looking forward to that. Yeah, Ahsoka this month. Um, and then we have uh, this Sunday on what's it, HBO. Sunday night is... Um, uh winning time oh there we go yeah i'll watch that i'm only watching it for john c Riley. let's i'm gonna be honest but yeah yeah so yeah well cool yeah. We'll, uh yeah appreciate everybody for kicking it with us this week you know be sure to tune in i know we were late on dropping you know the last episode uh but to tune in we'll be talking you know new shows coming up now the gemstones are over um and we'll be talking about the last couple of things we watched because i'm going to start watching class of 09 chuck's got some stuff wrapping up on hbo um so yeah tune in check out all the you know podcast platforms our instagram at can we kick a pod you know check out our website kickingthemedia.com and uh as cousin likes to always say mahalo